Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today is July 31st. The trade deadline is Tuesday and there's already a couple big moves around the league. Will Quintana be traded or not? And where do we land on this? And as far as the games go, they have not been good. So let's just get into that. My name is Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother, Jake. What's up? How are we doing, man? Well, we're doing okay. The game is still on. We are in the bottom of the ninth. Yoshi just hit an end capper to score a run. So we're kind of following the game a little bit as we go. Um, But this has been a bad week, man. I'm assuming we're going to lose this game. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that. They're not going to complete a full comeback. Uh, but I'd like to see maybe another like eight to seven loss if we're going to lose. Let's do sure. the whole thing again <laughs> that we've already done this week. Yeah. Kevin Newman's killing the ball. Yep. So base. Jeez Louise. Well, he's got what? Four doubles in this series, too? Or no, three doubles and a yeah. homer? No, a triple. And a triple. And a triple, a triple. too. Yeah. That was so, that comebacker the almost you know we almost completed. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you kind of do want Newman up in the ninth inning, don't you? Just you throughout sure his career, he's been really clutch. This isn't really like mm-hmm. six runs. I'm not sure is a clutch situation, but you know, ninth inning. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, either way, this is just it's just been a rough week. They they've not played well. They've pitched well. For the most part, yeah, they they really have the the starting pitching is aside from surprisingly Brubaker, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brew Baker today and and Thompson, well, that's yeah. it. that's the game. Mm-hmm. So I can stop looking at the TV. Eight to two loss, and that means a seven game losing streak for your Buckos. Could be. I mean, we're we're on our way for another ten game losing streak here. Oh, it's it's getting harder and harder. I mean, it's a. Um, let, let's just work our way there. Let's work sure. our way there. Um, sure. let's let's cover a couple of these things that we cover all the time. Um, we've got some moves. Uh, Brian Reynolds has been all over the place. He was activated, then he was put on paternity list, and then he was reinstated from paternity list. In the middle of all that, Mariznick. Is is hurt again? Left T tendon, left T, left T nendonitis, <laughs> or something, tendonitis in his left knee. <laughs> Nick Mears on a rehab assignment to Bradenton, so that's you know a thing. Um, they signed a minor league deal to right-handed pitcher Ryan Velasquez. Uh, we'll let you know if that means anything later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bly Madris was recalled whenever Brian Reynolds went on the paternity list. Diego Castillo optioned this time around when he was brought back, which is pretty interesting, but we've talked about this like three or four different times that we see him as a candidate for being sent down. And maybe we'll get into, uh, well, we will later, get into maybe his opportunity back to the big league club. But also... Really kind of waiting for this to happen. And Friday, they did sign Termar Johnson. So that's good. Yeah. I was kind of waiting. There was a lot of them signing all week. And I was like, are we going to sign him? Or is this going to be like a uh uh-oh moment? And 
no, they got it done. So slightly over slot value. Yeah, slightly. Bonus. Yep, slightly. Which takes us to this week, and I to be very frustrated about how I mean the fact that you're on a seven game losing streak, but it's not just that. But you're talking about until today, they've all been one or two game or two one or two run loss lot one yeah. or two run losses. And so normally I would say they're in it, man. They're in these games. All they need is just to be over that. I don't think that's the case. I don't <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. just don't feel like it. I feel like there's a lot of missed opportunities. I feel like they're not playing well. And yeah. and yes, a lot of this is the fact that we're young. But I think they're playing poorly right now. They need to be able to win some of these games when they're pitching this well. Absolutely. I mean, you got to get some hits. You got to get some timely hits. We leave too many guys on. We're not even leaving a ton of guys on base because we don't have a ton of guys on base. Mm -hmm. But the guys that do get on base, we're leaving them out there. And it's just, it's frustrating for a team that doesn't hit for a lot of power. Yeah. To not have a lot of guys on base. Yeah. You kind of get away with it if you have power and you're getting, you know, three solo shots, you got three runs in it. Yeah. I know that's still only three runs, but it's three runs. Right. Four is the magic number. I get it. Yeah. I mean, you look at this. We had a four to two loss and we had Cruz hit a two run homer on Tuesday. Um, And then the four to two loss on Friday, you had Hayes with a solo shot. Saturday, two to one, Cal Mitchell with a solo shot. I thought Mitchell hit another home run this week, too. He did. On Thursday, that was the eight to seven loss. He had a solo yeah. shot. And so, you know, the home runs are, I mean, they're not there, but even sprinkled throughout, you yeah. just, it's just bad, dude. I, I just feel like it is. And, and even though when you look at it and you look at some of the guys, like, you know, you're waiting for Cruz to blow up and he's not. After today's no. game, he's hitting 206. Mm-hmm. But you look and he's, he had, he had two days this week, he had two hits. And so I think I have him two hits on Monday. He had just the one on Tuesday where he hit the home run. And then 0 for 4 Thursday, 0 for 4 Friday. I don't have his Saturday numbers, but I can get him. Oh, because he didn't play. He pinch hit. It's an 0 for 1, but, you know, pinch hit situation. I think it was 1 for 4 today. 1 for 4 today with a single. So... You know he's still he's still going, still going down. Yeah. And to be honest with you, like yeah, this is what we expected. The guys pining for him to come up, thinking he was going to make a difference. Like guys, that's just not how this thing works. Unfortunately, we don't have the guys that are there to take the load off of him. We understand he's going to struggle. He's still got six home runs. Yeah. So the power's still there and it's still playing. He's not going to hit a home run every night. That's not how this thing works. Aaron Judge is fake. <laughs> He's a creative player. Mm-hmm. He's just playing the MLB the show in real life. That's literally what he's doing. But I, I mean, I made a note of it for for Saturday. But I, I mean, you might as well look at it every day this week. Monday was. I just felt like Monday wasn't all that bad of a game. Um, you know. Samson's been pitching well. 
I just, you know, eight hits, but they had nine. It, you know, it was close. Yeah. But you, you, you start Tuesday, 10 strikeouts. 10 strikeouts on Thursday. Friday, 12 strikeouts. Saturday, 13 strikeouts. A little bit better today and against NOLA, which is surprising. But eight strikeouts today or nine strikeouts today. So you're still getting like, you're still striking out a lot, but like those double digit strikeout games. Yeah, you're almost averaging double digits and strikeouts per game this week. Yeah. When you have a 12 and a 13 right there, not a good, not a good, not show. a good day. Yeah. All right. So Do we have a hitting coach. <laughs> just, just asking for a friend. We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we do. And he was let go by his previous team. So, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So it's like, I, I feel like, and, and what do, what do coaches do in in the major leagues? I mean, these hitters have got to the major leagues because they're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you really do as a coach? Well, you, you figure out ways to get get these guys out of their slumps. And it's like he's not even trying. It, like, what what are we doing to try to get these guys going? Well, and I, we've I, said this. I don't see it. Yeah, and we've said this before. Where we are right now with these guys is development needs to continue to happen here. Yeah. Like that, we're young enough that we need to keep developing at this stage. And so, yes, these young guys, and, and young, young is a word that we're using, but let me clarify. We're talking about service time. We're talking about exposure and experience. We're right. not just talking about a guy's age because I don't care that Bly Madris is 26. He's young. You know what I mean? Where some guys, yeah. I mean, Juan Soto is, we're talking about him all over the place. He's 23. You know what I mean? And, and it's a completely mm-hmm. different story between Soto and a 26-year-old Bly Madris. You're talking about experience. Sure. And, and I mean, pedigree, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to yeah. compare the two. I'm just comparing age wise, but like, it, it's, it's just different. They haven't, he hasn't seen a lot of major league pitching. Therefore, he's still a work in progress. And unfortunately for the pirates, we have a lot of work in progress. We do. And, and- surrounded by guys that are in, in, that are works in progress are Van Meter and Sutsugo. Yeah. And Ben Gamble. And Brian Reynolds. I mean, but he's, you know, for the sake of this week and, and the whole thing, just gets black, back from an oblique injury and goes right out to have a baby. So, I mean, like, even today, you know, hey, he's got to catch up a little bit. He hasn't played much baseball in the last two weeks. Right. I guess I guess what I'm looking for as saying, you know, what are we doing? I'm not seeing plate approaches changing. I'm not seeing, like, I don't see any adjustments being made okay i'm just wondering i don't know we're gonna see another change of the guard in the hitting coach again i mean it's a fair question absolutely this offseason it's going to be something to watch Mm -hmm. and i think the same thing for the for the pitching side of things however that has actually improved (laughs) it has it has actually improved the the pitching i mean these games were close because of pitching Mm -hmm. granted Two of these games were close because of Jose Quintana. We'll get into that. But, yeah, I mean, we've seen significant. Now, Thompson had a really bad game this week, but we've seen improvement from him. We've Mm -hmm. seen significant improvement from Brubaker. 
you're just kind of waiting for some of these other guys. But Mitch Keller has been obviously the story of the year as far as the long story, right? It started yeah. off saying he's going to come out of the gate better. Doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. He had to take time to see these things happen. And he has made so many adjustments. Yeah. And they feel like adjustments that he can go in and out of, which really makes you kind of optimistic for the future of him. If he continues to be able to adjust year in and year out, week in and week out, and be effective when he does it, then you might have something here. Yeah. So I don't know where I really was early on saying, what's Marine doing? Ah, maybe maybe we are seeing improvements. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting in that way. But... When you talk about the lineup, I mean, even let I mean, just look at today. So Newman, he's not young, not necessarily a veteran, no. but him and Reynolds are young. I mean, they're they're established. I would say as far as like they've seen enough Major League Baseball that you got an idea who they are. Right, right. And in the middle of all this, he's got a couple three hit. You know, when we just talked about it. His Series was nine for 17, nine for 18, I think, I guess, because he just got out his last at bat. So nine for 18 series, that's that's in a four-game series, pretty good. Yeah, it's a, it was a simple 500. So, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. And he's hitting 289 right now. Yeah. Okay. But then you got Cal Mitchell, Green, and you got Reynolds, and you got Gamble, and then you got Madris and Cruz, Green. And Van Meter and Susugo and Heineman Green. You just a lot. Uh, it, when you're looking at that lineup, you're aside from Van Meter, Van Meter and Susugo, who are not helping anything. No, not helping anything. They're young. Now maybe you replace those two players with Hayes and Chavis, and it's a little bit better. But Hayes, to me, is still young. Oh, yeah, for sure. We've talked about this before. He's not one of the guys I expect anything from. He's Mm-mm. still learning as well. And he's here because he's got nothing left to learn in the minor leagues. The same reason that O'Neill Cruz will stay here. Because he's got yeah. nothing left to prove. Now, we talked about this probably the last two weeks, very briefly. Jack Sawinski is in the minor leagues right now. I believe he has nothing left to learn. He's there to get out of a slump. So if O'Neill Cruz goes 0 for 28, I see them sending him down to say, all right, just get out of this and you can come back. This isn't about mm-hmm. learning. This is about getting out of it. Yeah. And giving somebody else at bats while you're getting out of it so that you can go get at bats to get out of it because you're not going to get out of it sitting on a bench. No, no, you can't. And I think the same thing for Castillo right now. I He needs to get out of it. He also needs some consistent playing time. Yeah. For the chance that Kevin Newman's 289 average is actually making somebody interested. Once again, he's not a free agent next year. He does not need to be moved. No. And I don't know about you guys, but maybe he's worth more next year if he plays well again. And I'm not quite sure we got this thing figured out right now. I would have thought he's taken at-bats away from people. I don't think that right now. He could be taking Van Meter's at-bats away. 
Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So when we get yeah. Van Meter out of the lineup, then we can get Castillo in the lineup, and Newman's not really taking Castillo's at-bats. Right. He's taking Van Meter's at-bats. He's taking Yoshi's at-bats. So I'm not 100% convinced that they are that they need to move him. No. I don't either. It's It's always nice to get players back, like four guys that we might not – have plans for the future with but at the same time it's like i mean you gotta have players at the major league level too well not only that but the fact that he is a he has i don't know when when does it take do you have to be six years in to be considered a veteran you know what i mean you're not a veteran yeah. until you've well, got that's, six and years. that's what i mean that's what i mean that's why the, the emphasis was on players because well, we need, we don't need bodies at the major league yeah, level. We no, need some players. And I wasn't thinking that you were, you were assuming that. I guess right. what I was just thinking is, I was about to say veteran, and I, you're not really a veteran until six years. Yeah. So you He's, get through your rookie contract. He, yeah, he came into this year three years of service. So it's there, but he's not a free agent till twenty five. Twenty five which means you mm-hmm. still have next year and the year after of control. And if you've got a spot, like for a guy like this who he's hitting well right now, I mean, he obviously hasn't hit well in two years. He hit 300 before that. I don't expect that. But if I could get 260, 270 out of a guy like that who's going to play solid defense yeah, and understand his role to allow other people to play you put him in the lineup right now he's he's a he's a guy yeah he's and, not and a they, josh van meter he's not a yoshi tsutsugo right right he's every bit of ben gamble i mean he's way out playing ben gamble at this moment yeah but he's every bit of ben gamble as far as a guy who has experience and can help just by going up and doing his job and not struggling to be a major leaguer like the rest of these guys. Right. And I, I, I guess not. They're struggling because they're not doing well. But even if they were, it's just the idea that you're young. You're trying to learn. You're very green. You know what I'm saying? Sure, you've played baseball, but not at this level. Right. And Kevin Newman now is a player who's played baseball at this level enough to say, I don't really think we're forced to move him because I think he actually could be good in the in this lineup until Hayes has three years experience until you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just makes it hard. You got to have people like that in the lineup just for that reason alone. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. You, you, you need people with experience. It doesn't matter if I like Newman or not, or if I think Newman is going to be a good player for us or not. It's literally just about you, you got to have it somewhere. It's better than Josh Van Meter. Yeah, and I'm that's, hoping I'm hoping he can develop a little bit more power. But I, if he if he bit. sets if he sets the table for a guy with a little bit more power, I'm okay with that too. But yeah, it just doesn't matter to me. I mean, the year that he he played well, he hit twelve. I don't expect him to fine. hit any more Which than is that. Fine. Yeah, I, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I think, I'm not saying I need to hit him to need him to hit 20 homers. I just I just uh, to be honest I'd with like you though, I'd like to see double digits out of him with everybody in the lineup. 
Yeah, and that's and that's the way the eight, game is eight right to now. Twelve is eight to twelve is where I'm at. Like, if you get up, I, I don't know. He just doesn't seem to hit the ball over the fence at all. Well, he's right-handed in PNC Park, and I know that's not all of it, but I don't know how many yeah. balls are not going out because of PNC Park. I'm not trying to say that. I don't. I don't have right. the data on that. It's very. It's very possible he'd have the same amount of home runs if he played in. St. Louis. I was going to say Cincinnati, and I was like, nah, you probably got a couple more there. <laughs> or Milwaukee, where a fly ball that's 380 anywhere else just somehow turns into 390 there. But I don't understand how the ball flies there, but I think it's just that you can see it so much better there. Yeah. But anyway, it, it's to me, I'm, I don't even care about his results as much as I care about his presence in the lineup. I don't, I don't have much... I don't have much faith in Kevin Newman being a great hitter. To me, it's literally just about presence and experience in the lineup. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you look at these lineups and you see these things, you need a guy that just goes up and does his job. That's the thing I liked about Ben Gamble. And you just, you're not getting that from Van Meter and Sutsugo. I mean, technically they don't have a lot of experience either. Right. You know what I mean? They, they, but those guys are a waste. They really are. I, I, you I totally can't agree. supplement all these rookies with guys like that. Granted, they don't have guys, so you do the best with what you have, and you try to get these the younger players in situations that they can do well, not just well. You're our best option today. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I get that. I I understand all of those things. It just is frustrating to watch seven straight losses, and we you know. So let's break this down a little bit before we take a break. The Pirates are now 40 and 62. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we talked about the 70 win mark. Last week we said it's probably unreachable. This week it gets a little bit closer to unreachable. Sure does. They're yeah. gonna have to go 30 and 30. They are not playing 500 ball. No. Like they're not going to. They're not yeah. getting 70 wins. And if they do, it will blow our minds. And it will be a ton of fun. Somehow 500 will be a ton of fun. But what is a realistic expectation at this point? You know what I'm saying? Are we looking at, can we avoid a hundred? Okay. So what's the numbers to avoid a hundred losses? There's 60 games left. We have 62 losses already. So that's 38 losses and we're at a hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the way we're playing right now, it's looking more and more like a possibility every day. Yeah. So at this I, pace, I now I when I say this, this pace, I don't mean the pace that they're on currently. I mean the pace that right. they're on for the year. So allow yeah. this to go back and allow them to play a little better and allow them to do this again and whatever. They're playing it at like a 402. So if you play at a 400 clip, you're you get you're you have 24, 24 and 30 or no, 24 what would it be? 36. Yeah. So, thanks. That was very simple math and I just <laughs> <laughs> just absolutely <laughs> blanked on it. 24 wins makes it 64 and 98. Yeah. That's playing at a 400 clip. That's saying what we've done this year, we'll see again in the next 60 days or 60 games. And that's yeah. ebbs and flows all together playing at a 400 clip. It's got to get better. Hopefully. The players are not that bad no i still think that some of these players will be a part of a really good team 
But man, we're glaring at 100 losses right now. If they hit, they don't hit at the same time. Right. Pitching's okay right now, but if Quintana gets traded. Right. Hmm. We'll get back into Quintana getting traded. But essentially at this point, you say, this is why they play the games. We had our guesses. Here's what we thought. And now I, I don't know that there's a reason. I don't know that. I think that they're playing bad. I don't think that this is who they are, so to speak. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I did not expect Van Meter to last this long. I did not expect Yoshi to last this long. I did not expect Greg Allen to ever play for the Pirates. I did not expect... Um, I don't I don't even remember where I was going with that one. You know what I mean? I did, I, yeah. There was just a lot that, that we didn't see coming. Right. And I, I didn't I didn't see Brian Reynolds season 250. Yeah. It, you know, so there's a lot of things about this offense that I didn't see coming. And that's fine. That's why they play the games. You got to win them. Absolutely. I mean, I yeah. had the Baltimore Orioles real bad. And look at them. Coming into today, they were 51 and 50. Unbelievable. Yeah. They'd be going for the AL Central right now. They'd be making moves. Literally. That's not out of reach. Yeah. The the Guardians are like two games over 500 and they're in second place and they're almost yeah, there. Uh, it took me a, it took me a second to realize that you said AL Central. Oh, you thought I meant NL Central? Yeah. Um, no, I, I thought you because they're in the AL East. No, oh, yeah, no, it, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Wait, they're no, not in, <laughs> right. If they were in the you. AL Central right I now, they'd you. be competing. Yeah, I mean the Twins are like the 17th, or no, they're like the I forget what it is, like the 13th ranked team in like as far as wins and losses, they're in like 13th yeah. place if you look at the whole MLB, yeah. and they're in first place. Plus, you got to think they're going to be playing those those guys more often. So, I mean, Cleveland's got a good shot of, of beating them. The White Sox are fifty and fifty, and they're not out of it yet. They're looking to get Quintana. Yeah, you know what I mean. And 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 then here's the Baltimore Orioles, who are better than the White Sox going into today, with one more win, and they're in last place. Yeah, in their division. That's outrageous. Yep. Now, the NL Central, basically, you go to the coast to get all the good teams. You know what I mean? The East and the West, those are the good divisions right now. Yeah. Both AL Central and NL Central. I mean, the Brewers and the Cardinals are good teams. Mm-hmm. But the Cubs, Pirates, and... and uh, Reds. Reds have to be the worst three, like, third, third, fourth, and fifth place teams in any division. They have yeah. to be. Yeah. No other division has three teams doing that poorly. Which does Highly not help, it. which does not help your your confidence in this team knowing that we've had we've gotten to play those teams. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the bad part. I did see a thing we were looking at the schedule a couple weeks ago or whatever and it just so happened after the, the week after we talked about it I saw on the on uh, like an MLB meme or something that they were talking about the strength of schedule for the rest of the season and the pirates weren't in the top 10 hardest schedules hmm. i didn't think our schedule looked like it was easy at all it doesn't look like it's easy but i mean i'm sure that there's other teams that are playing 
a lot of the Yankees and a lot of the, you know what I mean? That AL East is ridiculous. So there's probably teams that probably still have a lot going up against them. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Ours didn't look like it was easy, but it's, it's not. Yeah. That's surprising that it didn't like maybe clip in that top 10. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's close, but, but there were still some games against Cincinnati left and you know what I mean? Yeah. So there is a little bit of that, that, that will help or that would, that would keep us out of there because that's such a weak. I mean, we still have, I mean, we have games coming up against Baltimore this weekend, so that's going to be interesting to see how, how they're, I mean, they have to be a good team to be over 500 in that division. Yeah. They have to be playing well. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Anyway, listen, we got to take a break. We got to get into this queen. Uh, <laughs> we got to get into this trade deadline stuff. And, you know, we've just talked a little bit about the Reds. We'll talk about them right coming out of it. Um, sorry, guys. Uh, when they lose seven straight, Jake and Josh are a little grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a break and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. to. My- nope, that's not the right one. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Audio podcast available on your favorite podcast platform. Video podcast available on YouTube. Follow us on the socials and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, take a couple minutes for a review. We'll be right back. Swearingen Bat Company is Ohio's premier wood bat company, specializing in custom wood bats to meet any need from T-ball to senior league. Check out their website at swearingenbaseball.com. Link is in the show notes. Twitter and Instagram at Swearingen Bats. You can also find them on Facebook. Swearingen Bat Company, that's swearingenbaseball.com. Let them know you heard it here. And we're back. Bridge to Bucktober. Buckos. Letting us down. They're not letting us down. I mean, they're playing bad, but we expected runs like this. Anyway, let's get into the trade deadline stuff. Weird that it's August 2nd. Mm -hmm. Still not sure why they can pick days and not sure like why this is a thing. Like, why is it like, hey, we we just going to set it at the beginning of the year? Why? And why on a Tuesday? Like, what was your thought process to say, let's go August? Now, this year I get it because... You wanted a little bit more time because we got a late start, maybe? I don't really know. The biggest one, and we're not going to go over a bunch of deals, but the biggest one is in our division. Yeah. The Reds have traded Luis Castillo. This has been a talk. All of it is good that we don't have to face him anymore. But I'm telling you, they got a legit return for him. Mm -hmm. Four guys, three of them who are now in in the Reds' top 15, which the Reds didn't have a great system, but the guy that that, that is the headline of the of the group now, Edwin Arroyo, is now the Reds' number six prospect. Now he's he's number ninety two on the MLB top one hundred. But they got now their top prospect in Noel V. Marte, number seventeen overall in the top one hundred. I'm actually surprised, but the Mariners went for it, and he's like twenty and he's in like high A. So they said this is a long guy. You know we can replace this. Yeah, this is the kind of move that we're going to see Pittsburgh make soon. It's possible we trade from this depth, but this was a big one, man. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a hefty return, 
and and Luis Castillo is no joke. I mean, we we know that. We've mm-hmm. seen him enough. You know, he, that's a that's a really good starting pitcher the Mariners picked up. But two in the top 100 prospects in all baseball, it's it's a nice return. Yeah, yeah. And 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 to me, I know that Luis Castillo is no joke, but it's still pretty rare. You know what I yeah. mean? To to give up that much. Let's see. Uh, uh, Noveling Marte steps in as their number one prospect now, right? Yeah. So f- he's a free agent. Luis Castillo is a free agent in 24. So they'll have him next year. But still, mm-hmm. for like a, a year plus, like they went for it. two guys in the top I'm 100. What, I'm telling you that for that return, the Mariners are planning on extending him. That's, that's fair to say. They'll, they'll they're going to try to do that either before the season's over or in the off season they're going to be working on extensions. Yeah, I would think they would wait for the off season. They want to see how he does down the down the stretch here. If not, mm-hmm. do they do they move him? Maybe I don't know. I mean, they you you could with a year left. Could. They could end up. Could. I can't imagine giving up four players and then moving him just to try to restock. Um. I don't see. I don't see. I don't see Seattle doing that. I don't either. Maybe they do extend him. He's he's what he's he's twenty nine. I thought he was a little bit younger than that. Yeah, but he's twenty nine. Did it with Frazier. He'll be he'll be thirty in December, so he'll be going into next season age thirty. And yeah, you're right. The Padres did it with Frazier. Hmm. Interesting. So, with that said, Jose Quintana pitched another game. Yeah, we were we were we did not think he was going to pitch another game. We thought we had seen the the last of him in Pittsburgh. So, the Phillies and Blue Jays have joined in with the Yankees and White Sox, which we'd said the Yankees and White Sox were interested. The Phillies and Blue Jays now today those reports came out that they're interested as well. It does kind of feel like Sherrington is trying to hold out until the last minute to get the best deal. His last two starts have helped. Mm-hmm. However, is there a sense that as it gets closer, the teams may lessen their deal or stay put? I know that they need him, but they also know the Pirates kind of need to move him. Yeah, but here's the thing, which is nice. Uh, when we were going through pre-show talk. I, I wasn't even thinking about this, but you get two more teams interested. Yeah. You know, you're holding out. Okay, the more teams that get interested, the more return you're going to get because they are competing with each other to try to get him. I can get yep. three guys from this team. Yep. I don't mind getting two from you, but you got to get that top guy a little better. Yeah. Maybe. I. We, we also talked about where a, a player that we acquire for Quintana, where he'll kind of slide in. Will it be a guy that's in our top 30? I'd like to think so. He's pitched really well. If a team yeah. really needs a pitcher and they need to go for it, yeah, this guy's probably, it might be a little bit higher on theirs, but where are they going to be on ours? Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're that's lower so, on theirs if it's a good system. You know what I mean? I, yeah. And I'm looking at it, my thoughts on this is, is if you get a three players back, you're not going to get as high of a prospect. Mm-hmm. But if you take two players, you might get a little bit higher prospect and then a really, really, really young guy. 
I'd be okay in this deal getting one guy. If he can be a guy that can drop into maybe our 15 or 20 spot on our top 30, I'd be okay with one guy. And I know that sounds crazy, but like he's a rental player. And teams just don't get rid of people. There we saw that out of Vogelback. Like you get he has so much value because he has two more years after this of control. And teams value control so much right now that it almost evens out. Obviously, Quintana's going to bring in something better than Vogelback, but Vogelback only brought one player. And I think that, and he's not a top 30, like he's a guy who's breaking into the majors. So if, if Sherrington goes for somebody who might help us out sooner than later, what if somebody does, what if somebody is sitting on a catcher that's not really getting an opportunity that might be a little yeah. bit closer? I think we said something about that last week. Mm-hmm. If if it's something like that, we're getting one player for him. And to be honest with you, that might be the best way to go to try to get the best player you can. Yeah. Because he's a rental and you don't really know what you're going to get. Sure, he's been good, but he has a track record of not being good too. So there's they're both there. There's a little bit of risk involved. Right. So Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't know. I wonder if waiting may actually decrease because what if they push and say, you know what, I'll go get this guy instead. He may not be as good, but I don't have to give up as much, and it's the same risk. Even though like, it might be one of those things where it's like, I, I think this guy could be this good, and this guy could be this good, but there's a lot of less risk getting this guy. Yeah. they Each of them could be this good. You right. know, I don't really know. Well, I... <laughs> I have I have a, a decent amount of faith in Ben Sherrington and his negotiating skills and prying or acquiring however you want to say it some 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 good decent players for for in in trade return because you're stuff, surprised so. any value came back for Vogelback any whatsoever no yeah. I'm just kidding <laughs> no but 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 yeah I mean could in you a way, imagine if he talked a team into even taking Yoshi. That's, that's, I mean, Ben Sherrington's a good GM. I don't know if he wears a cape. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't see that one happening. So there are some dominoes. And this is where I start to wonder about, about Quintana. I start to wonder about the, the whole, do the pirates have to trade him or not? And there's the whole thing. Well, they could extend them for next year. And I understand that. And they probably could. And they'd probably be safe to do so. I don't feel like there's too many players that are really proving their way onto this team. I would like to see maybe a better free agent come in. Uh, Maybe not more. I I still think, I, I don't know, like Brubaker is still interesting enough you know what I mean? Mitch Keller is still interesting. Yeah. Uh, Zach Thompson is still interesting. We've seen yeah. enough to be interested. Bryce Wilson is a little less interesting. Even though he's been okay at times and pretty good at times, but man, when he's bad, it's real bad. Yeah. And it can go for a while. Mm-hmm. And Miguel Yujure is not quite there yet. 
he's struggling. He just had a decent start, but only four innings. I mean, I wonder when he, I know he doesn't throw hard, but when does he when does he just not start anymore? Yeah. I mean, if I you're just, not gonna be able to build up innings. Yeah, you just don't know yet. He could be not what I I mean, I liked what I saw, but mm-hmm. if he can't consistently do it, it's it's you know what I mean, he's got work to do. He might be able to come up, you know, not come up, but he might be able to transition to the bullpen. He might pick up a, a mile per hour or two as well. Well, and he could be Some one of these. Do. Yeah, and he could be one of these Will Crow, mm-hmm. Dylan Peters. You know, so we're we're seeing some of this happen with some of these guys, and I feel like maybe, dude, Eric Gagne was a lights out closer, and he threw a changeup most of the time. Yeah, it hasn't had. We know that we know that Yohore has a good changeup. So does Will Crow. It's not dead. Like you don't have to throw you don't have to throw a hundred. No. If you can specialize like complete specialize one pitch and you have good like a secondary good pitch, you can be a dominant reliever. I just need good relievers at this point. <laughs> well, right. But I'm just You know but, what I mean? You know, like you know what I'm, we need to you know we I'm need somebody at, like, to take Chris Stratton's spot and somebody to take oh, Underwood's yes. spot and somebody you know what I mean? I know Underwood occasionally looks okay, but you can't pitch him after the seventh inning. He's lucky yeah. if he gets out of the inning. Definitely I, don't I still hold him for that. a second inning. He is well, you can if it's guy. early, though. He's a multi-inning guy. He has been. Yeah. If he throws in the fifth and sixth, I have no problem with it. The sixth and seventh, I have no problem with it. That's what he's been. I don't want to see him throw one inning when it counts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's that's what kind of reliever he is. And 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 I'm on. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna go this, take this. And this is a rabbit trail that we're on right now. But Yerry De Los Santos looks good, and he's hit a little bit of a bump in the road. But if he can learn from this, these last couple times where he's given up a couple hits or a run or whatever, like still it hasn't been bad. But no, most of the runs he's been good. giving up. Yeah, most of the runs he's been giving up from from what I remember watching. And I could be wrong on this, and you guys can tell me if I am, but. I feel like I feel like they've been like, oh, there's a base hit. Oh, there's a mm-hmm. base hit. He's gotten two losses by the Manfred runner, too. Yeah. So he's 0-3, but that's because Manfred runner's scoring. Can we please get rid of this guy? I don't... Yeah. I'm not calling for somebody to lose their job. Can we just get rid of the Manfred runner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just start yeah. there, and then yeah. we'll worry about getting rid... You know what I mean? This is a joke. You can't have a guy. This is so stupid. It's like we're playing super mega baseball and they come making up their own rules. Super mega baseball doesn't even have that. <laughs> you can even arcade games and you don't have rules like that. Like it's just goofy. Yeah. Whatever. I know you said before you don't really hate it, but I don't know. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. Yeah. I just think it's. I definitely would rather it not be there. Heck yeah, dude. 13 inning games are awesome. They are. And they're trying to stop them. Now, maybe for some people, but if it goes to extra innings and you leave, I'm not going to be like, ah, dude, you got to stay. I don't, you got to stay nine innings if you go to the game. I'm not asking you to stay for 13. Right. You let the diehard stay for 13, but that's a lot of fun. Mm hmm. What about Newman? Do you think Newman's movable? 
I think Newman is definitely movable right now. He's not going to be a free agent. What do we say till 2026, 2025, maybe 2025. Mm-hmm. He's got two more years. So we, we just talked about that. Control is very important. He's hitting right now. It is. If there's somebody that has a middle infield need, a hundred percent movable. I agree. He's hitting well right now. He's hitting for, I know he's not hitting for what, like earlier you said, I'd like to see more power. But he's got, we just said he had three doubles and a triple and a home run this week. Like, that's power. I know it's not home runs, but it's power. Extra base hits equals power. That's slugging percentage. I don't have his numbers in front of me right now, but he's 289. I think his OPS was almost 800. Not quite. That can't be right. Is that right? I'll find it. I got it right here. I can pull it up. I'm talking to so that there's not dead air. (laughs) <laughs> 289 759 OPS he's got uh, where are we at here in his last well, I mean his last his last 30 games he's hitting 292 his last 15 it's 317 his last 7 it's 367 and his slugging continues to increase as we go there he's got 12 doubles 2 triples I thought he had a home run this week I just said, I've said twice he hit a home run this week. He has yeah. not hit a home run yet this year. No. I'm not right on the home run thing. Was it? <laughs> Why am I seeing a home run? Because the one know. he hit, the the ground rule double he hit. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. He hit the ground rule double, so it ended in the seats. That's that's what I'm envisioning right now. It It was out by the notch, and it was a ground rule double. So anyway. Yeah. He's got 14 extra base hits out of 35 hits. I mean, that ain't bad. I actually, I'm, I'm still like, I know we said we were talking about a little bit ago, and I'm still on the. The more and more and more we talk about it, I I really just don't. I don't want to see Newman get traded. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't think he will bring back quite enough to make it worth not having him there to play. I don't know if. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So you shifted on me to Newman. You you Did. snuck it in there. I I I, uh, I didn't get to go through the rest of the Quintana stuff. So we were talking about. That's okay though. I like uh, that. I, I, I like felt that. like we got off a little bit of rabbit trail there. And I was well, just we to- did, but be the yeah. And I didn't put that in the notes, so that's on me too. But but I guess what I was trying to do is who who pitches if Quintana gets traded. So we you know we were going off a little bit. We're talking about all of our options there. We understand Bryce Wilson is already pitching. He's already starting. So He's who's missing? Yeah, who's missing from this rotation? Well, that's Rowanzi Contreras. We've had a lot of questions about yeah. him. He did pitch Tuesday, so that's the 26th, and that was his first time pitching since July 7th. Clearly, he's never been injured. He's been active. Clearly, they're taking it very easy on him. Yeah. He only went two innings. He started the game. Went two innings, struck out two, walked, and just gave up a solo home run. That was the only hit. So he looked he looked fine. He's going to have to ease himself back in. He's at 72 and a third innings. And I, you know what? The reason for bringing that up is I wanted to see where he was at last year. Because um, I'm pretty sure it was around 60 innings total. So last year between Indianapolis, 22 innings, Three innings in Pittsburgh, 
and no, 22 innings this year. I was going to say, I didn't think he pitched that much. No, he only pitched three innings in Indianapolis, three innings in Pittsburgh, and 54 innings, so a total of 58 innings. 58 innings last year. 2019, it looks like he threw 132. So, like, he's had it a, a year where he threw more than that, right? Mm-hmm. But he was a little bit injured last year. 60 innings. They're going to take it easy on a guy that they... It, it, he's a possible number one. Yeah. So, he's already over that. He's at 72 now. Combined. Why don't they tell me... It's funny they don't tell you the combined for this year until the season's over. There is a combined... Uh, for 2021. Hmm. Oh, no, that's just, I don't know. It doesn't matter. He was around 60-some innings. Um, yeah. And now he's at 70. And so, I, I mean, I could he get up to 100? Yeah, maybe. That's probably realistic. But probably not much more than that. I think mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, what we say, like 110? Was like, he's not going over that? Or was that Keller? That might have been Keller. I can't remember. So, either way... They've been taking it easy on him. But he's the natural guy to come in, but it has to be more than that. So I guess that's the that's the piece where you say, can they, you know, can they keep him? I think they can. Just for depth, just to get through the year without ruining the rest of their players. Yeah. It's possible they don't move him unless somebody's willing to give them something in our top 30. That land somebody that lands in our top thirty, you know what I mean? They're not. Yeah. I, I just don't see us getting two eighteen-year-olds back for him. No, I don't see it happening. Hmm. It's interesting. It is, and and we have two days to see if it happens, and I still think it's going to happen. Yeah, but maybe instead of uh, uh maybe that that you know fifteen to twenty guy. And a young guy, maybe it's a 15 to 20 guy and, and another pro guy. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? That's not very good. That's going to frustrate us. But the value in that is the depth. You know what I mean? Yep. And so sure. I see that. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to kind of say any other Cause like, you know what I mean? You could sit here and say, well, maybe they give Mike Burroughs a chance. Maybe they, you know, let's not go there quite yeah. yet. You know what I mean? I mean, cause those guys are all going to have innings limits and you know what I mean? The whole deal. So it's just hard to tell. Bryce mm-hmm. Wilson's not going anywhere. He's going to get a lot more starts this year. Yep. And that, that's just the way it is. The more you watch this team, the more you think, even though they're not in a, they're not in a good position to lose a hundred still. Like, I know I just said 98, but that's if they continue to playing as bad as they are the whole year. If there's any improvement at all, they would have to get worse, which right now they're playing worse. Yeah. But they'd have to get worse from this point on. And they should be getting a little better. They should be. Should. But then again, if you lose Quintana, if one more guy gets injured, they're going to be worse. We could be looking at it again. If the season ended today, we'd have the number five pick again next year. Not again. We had number four, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we're right yeah. there. Yeah. We're right there. So, it's absolutely crazy. It's uh, 
It's not fun. I don't mind losing more games than I'm winning if the ones we win are fun. Yeah. And we're just not seeing much of that right now. Do you think the last thing I'm going to say here, you think there's like, so I haven't gotten to see a whole lot of games this week. Obviously we've, we've, you know, we've briefly said things about us moving and all that stuff. And we had a, we had a death in the family this week. And so there's just some things, right? Mm-hmm. But is the grind gone? Are they, are they, I know I, one of the games I was watching, I mean, I even seen like O'Neill Cruz busting it down the line to not get into a double play. I mean, I still see those sort of things. I still see him running hard. I still see, you know what I mean? Like as far as those yeah. things, I don't feel like this is a team who's given up. No. And they, they won't until the last pitch of the year. I've seen teams, I've seen pirate teams get defeated before. Mm-hmm. But when you're young and you're hungry, man, that's just, if you start to see that, that that's when you start saying, crap, did, they, did we get this whole thing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Another week. Another week in the books. What do we got coming up? We have Monday off is good which is good we should have talked about something really happy for everybody to listen to because like we've got three against the <laughs> brewers after that what we should have done was we should have came with something that was great for everybody to listen to and be like hey no pirates game today come listen to us but now it's going to be like i basically watched another pirate game because <laughs> you guys are debbie downers Listen, we like to keep things very positive. We are positive about the rebuild. We're positive about the direction the Pirates are going. We do see hope in that. Um, But we're also going to call it how it is. Yeah. We're not going to sugarcoat it when it gets bad. And, you know, that's that's the whole deal. That's the whole... That's the whole premise of what we're trying to do here is we're we're trying to be... um, I don't want to say fair, but we, you know what I mean? We reasonable, you know what I mean? Like we're, <laughs> yeah, right. When it's good, we want to give credit to when it's good and where it's good. Cause even when it's bad, sometimes it's good. Some places, you know what I'm saying? Like there are areas where we're saying, like we're just said, the pitching has been good this week. Um, anyway, it is what it is. Well, you yeah. know, I understand that all other Pirates fans feel feel the same way we do right now. So that's fine. It's a long game, and we knew it was going to be. Yeah. These are these these weeks. These are the times when you feel that the most. So Monday off. Three against the Brewers, and and that's when we'll start to say, okay. I mean, like we'll know Tuesday. By the end of the night, Tuesday, I'm sure that's going to be the talk of the game. During the game, there's going to be a lot of things. Uh, yep. But then the rest of the week. but And then it's another road trip, starting with three against the Orioles, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. One, Let me see. We got three, six, nine, 12 straight days with a game. And it's a big road trip. Baltimore and then Arizona and San Francisco. So four against Arizona. That. That might not be too bad. <laughs> I say that We've now, said right? This before we've said this before, some late games. Ne- next week's going to be like get all your sleep this week, guys. <laughs> it is a twelve thirty game on Thursday. It's my favorite. I love those day games. Of course, I won't be watching because that's the day we literally have like that's our moving day. Mm-hmm. So we literally pick up 
the U-Haul at 12 o'clock. So I don't have a shot to watch that game. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, my computer, I mean, like, nothing's going to be set up. <laughs> I'm not going to have a TV. Yeah. I'm not going to have a computer. It's going to be my phone, and that's it. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, I guess I got my Surface. I can plug my Surface in anytime and throw the game on while I'm... Make sure you plug it in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway... Brewers, Orioles, we just talked today about how good the Orioles are playing. Brewers obviously still, you know, they're still fighting. Cardinals are on their backs. So, um, another rough week. But who knows? Who knows with this team? Who knows with a group full of young guys, they might come out swinging after a day off. Yeah. Do you got anything else here? I mean, it's it's rough, but... I'm going to stick it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the time. All the time. Love baseball. Love Pirates. Yep. <laughs> Let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks! <laughs>